0: Skinwalker Ranch, also known as Sherman Ranch in Utah, has been the site of hundreds of paranormal events, including cattle mutilations, UFO sightings, animals three times their normal size, and many, many more. Join myself and Neil as we discuss one of the most intriguing otherworldly hotspots on the planet. is out there.
1: And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far fetched, isn't it? Welcome back to Aliens Explored. My name is Neil Kelly. And I'm Stu Jackson. And today we're going to be talking about the mystery of Skinwalker Ranch. It's an exciting
0: place. Um, It's on my places to visit, except it's privately owned now, so I can't.
1: (laughs) Yes, it it was brought up by a a millionaire, wasn't it? Um, After Terry and Gwen Sherman fled the place in terror, it was Mm. bought up by Robert Bigelow. A billionaire property magnate um, well, with a passion for space travel and the paranormal. Paranormal,
0: indeed, um, and very appropriately so it seems. Uh, so yeah, so it, it was originally the Sherman Ranch. Uh, hmm. This is, of course, in Utah. Um, so our, our British listeners, that's in America. Uh, <laughs> I think most of our listeners are in America. So uh, hopefully, we'll. Well, probably right. have a better idea well, of where Utah is than certainly I do. <laughs> right. So to,
1: to be specific, it's 500 acres of northern Utah in a region known as the is the Uintah Winter Basin, U I N T A H Winter Basin.
0: Okay, I'll take your word for it. But if you really want to be specific, um, it's 512.
1: 512 acres, all right, okay.
0: If you're going to use the word
1: specific, then. All right, just in case anyone wanted to, to head there. So how come I never heard of this? I mean, I've heard of other places they reference, the Bermuda Triangle, Area 51, but um, apparently um, Skinwalker Ranch is, is kind of um, UFO, occult, paranormal, central in, in this very paranormal part of the world. There's, it's
0: a real hotbed of activity, it seems. Um, as to why you've never heard of it, that, that's, that's up there as one of life's great mysteries. Um, I, I have my own theories about suppressions of information.
1: Mm. Um, but I've never by, even heard of a skinwalker before. I you know, you know, watch enough American horror movies. I mean, I think that that would have been referenced at least once.
0: Well, skidwalkers go back to the Native Americans. Uh, I think it's the uh, Navajo tribe. Yes. I mean, not that this particular ranch was anywhere near. Well, no, it was not too far from the Navajos, but it wasn't a Navajo area. But anyway, that's that's digressing a bit. Um, but skidwalkers are, they're kind of like, Werewolves or witches, they're they're shape changers. They're Mm. people that that change shape from from Native American mythology. Um, And one of the regular events that you've had at Skinwalker Ranch uh, has been strange humanoid creatures. Um,
1: As well as giant animals, giant wolves, which have carried off cattle.
0: Yeah, no. wolves no. three times the size of normal wolves. That's a big old wolf,
1: and apparently impervious to to firearms.
0: Yeah, um, shot at, no effect. Hmm, that's definitely that's one of the um, the events. But I mean, there's so many to choose from. Uh, so many events to choose from, so. Coming back to a recent topic of discussion that we've had, crop circles. Uh, Hmm. There's been spates of crop circles in the area. A lot of UFO sightings. but, But that whole area around... Is a hotbed of UFO activity. Mm. There, there's a um, a quote from sort have forgotten who, but but there is a quote. little <laughs> no, you can't throw a rock around here without hitting somebody who's been abducted. Mm. Um, <laughs> which is quite. <laughs> um, you say about the wolves carrying off the cattle. Cattle mutilations, which we covered in episode six, of course, mm. um, are a regular occurrence on Skinwalker Ranch, or or have been in the past, particularly the um, bloodless surgical style of, of cattle mutilations. Hmm. Um, sightings of all sorts of creatures, large humanoid creatures, um, all sorts, yeah. But the Shermans, yeah, they, they they didn't own it for very long. They were so freaked out. I think they bought it kind of around the mid-90s, about 94. I think
1: 1994 it says yeah
0: Yeah, and uh, they only owned it for 18 months before they sold it on again
1: now th- this sounds like the plot of a Scooby-Doo story except this time the bad guy <laughs> the, the, those meddling kids weren't around and the bad guy got away with it that you know, they bought this ranch um, they were terrified off of it and it was bought up by a billionaire property magnate um, did he get it cheap was that,
0: <laughs> Is that how it works? Well, um, I mean this this uh, Chap Bigler, I mean he's got a particular interest in all things sort of UFO and alien and, and what have you. Um and I think but my understanding is he bought it for that very reason. Now this is of course where the story gets a bit tricky because he spent quite a few years setting up lots of equipment, doing lots of studies, and whilst there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that he's come away with. I mean, he's managed mm. to write a book out of it. Um, it's a bloody expensive way of writing a book, to be honest. <laughs> mm. But if you're <laughs> but a billionaire a property book.
1: magnate, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. What else um, are you going to do
1: with all that money?
0: But they've, they've not come away with any hard evidence in spite of setting up lots of sort of equipment, and uh, which is quite disappointing, really.
1: Um, well, there's, there was some story about how their equipment kept, keeps getting damaged. They find they keep they come back and find the wires ripped out and or otherwise broken.
0: Yeah. Um, now, it suggests to me an intelligence that doesn't want to be captured on film.
1: Um, or as a, a former retired. Or is it, who, He's now a, a consultant with with Bigelow's, um, was at the National Institute for Discovery Science, mm. NIDS, NIDS, and um, uh, one NIDS consultant, a retired army intelligence officer, John Alexander, said in an interview that a, a precognitive, sentient intelligence was at work on the ranch. So I guess that means it can see ahead. Does it precognitive? It can. Mm. It can has yes.
0: precognitive uh, somehow sure.
1: predicting what the NIDS team were doing going to do next and scuppering their equipment accordingly so I guess that's what precognitive sentient means
0: or does that mean it could just think ahead and plan ahead rather than just living in the moment like and i mean i think we can argue that you know cats and dogs are sentient but mm. but they can't really think ahead
1: it's just the precognitive bit. I mean, I know that sen- a sentient intelligence would know what you were doing and be able to sabotage it. Yeah. Um, you
0: know, yeah, so I'm... what's meant by precognitive listeners? Do <laughs> messages and let us know. Uh, it, yeah, it could mean um, hmm. yeah, sort of a paranormal predictive thing or it could just mean that you can see what's going to happen from events.
1: Yeah. Equipment mm. would mysteriously malfunction at critical moments. There yep. were even cases of electronic equipment being physically mangled and shredded and wires ripped out.
0: I think the key yes. thing there, though, is is sentient. You know, there's, oh. there's an intelligence at work. Um, and and here's the thing. So in ufology, we get this question a lot. You know, well, all right, if there's all these aliens, why don't they just pop and say hello? Maybe they don't want to be revealed to us. Maybe it's a slow process. I mean these are all theories i'm not I'm not suggesting I know the answer but mm. as a theory you know maybe that's all it is they're just they don't want to be known at the moment so any efforts to capture them on on the film are going to be fundamentally flawed except perhaps yeah. in a very controlled way hmm
1: yeah, I, I, it's hard to know what to say about this because there there's so much going on, isn't there? Because as soon as you try and explain the way the light's in the sky, then someone will say, well, what about the crop circles? as soon as you're trying to explain the way the crop circles, someone's going to say, well, what about the, the cattle mutilations or the the you know, the, the sight of these creatures? Um, this one that grabbed a calf in its jaws, Terry Sherman fired at it with a handgun and then a rifle, and despite being hit, the creature didn't seem hurt and simply wandered away into the bushes. Its foul stench, like rotting flesh, stayed with the Shermans.
0: Hmm. What about the large humanoid creature who uh, just sat 20 yards away from the research, Bigelow's researchers, just looking at them? Yeah. You know, it was some very, very weird things. Now, I mean, Bigelow is an interesting character in himself. Uh, he was actually employed by the Pentagon to do a report on UFOs. Mm. worth noting Um, he's got an aviation company but I think one of the biggest mysteries of all this is 2016 Bigelow sells Skinwalker Ranch and he sells it to Adamantium Real Estate
1: which sounds like a a front company, doesn't it?
0: A, it a, a does, doesn't it? Um, now, for a long time, this has been a very mysterious, um, unknown entity. And, of course, a lot of theories have come forward as a result of that. Um, but actually, I can tell you who who is behind Adamantium real estate.
1: And who is that?
0: It's a chap called Brandon Fugal or Fugal I'm Mm. not entirely sure about pronunciation but it's F-U-G-A-L yeah he bought it in 2016 now this is where it starts to get really interesting for me he is a tech investor Mm. his job is to find new technologies leading edge cutting edge stuff and invest heavily in it. That's his job. That's how he's made his millions. And mm. in particular, he and his team have been known for working on gravity drives, which is very heavily associated with UFO culture.
1: Yes, or reverse-engineered UFO technology. that. Indeed. Drives.
0: So isn't it interesting that someone with, on the surface of it, absolutely no connection to owning ranches or things like that, would suddenly purchase it and then go dark?
1: I suppose you know, if, you, if you wanted to set up your own, your own research centre... Uh, a ranch is a good, a, good a place. As any, isn't it? Some, some. If you wanted to be somewhere isolated, especially if it involved doing outdoor experiments, five hundred and twelve acre ranch would be a, a good place to.
0: Oh, he's got it. no shortage of of places to test. I mean, the guy's a multimillionaire, mm. possibly billionaire. Um.
1: But you'd want somewhere with open spaces, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be wanting a a Manhattan apartment for that sort of thing, or a. Uh, an office block downtown Chicago you would you would want somewhere somewhere out of the world
0: you would um, but given its reputation and its history it's not like this is going to go for a normal pre- there are vast swathes of land you could buy cheaper hmm. if you just wanted a large area you know this is a specific place with a specific history
1: And that history didn't make it cheaper, in the Scooby-Doo sort of scenario. No,
0: it wouldn't have done. Not at all. I don't, I, I don't know how much it went for. I'll be honest, but mm. yeah. But and, Fugle um, I actually has, has had an interesting going back to uh, 2010. It was when he first became aware of Skinwalker Ranch and started um, prodding around on it.
1: Started making overtures to hmm,
0: and of course, but, for one of the most studied, scientifically studied paranormal hotspots on the planet, it's it's an odd choice. Or is it?
1: I mean, it is an odd <laughs> choice, and that it was up for sale as well. I mean, didn't, didn't the government have something to say about it? I and mean, I suppose Area Fifty-One was already a government site, wasn't it?
0: Uh, Area 51, yes, is is a government-owned mm-hmm. site. But, um, but yeah, yeah it, well. it's just... I think when you're talking about this level of money, places don't necessarily have to go up for sale. You just walk in with your... And, and this mm-hmm. is exactly how I'm picturing it, listeners, that you walk into a building with a large round bag of cash with several billion dollars in it and just plonk it on a table and say, I want to buy this. That's how it hmm. works, isn't it? That's finance. <laughs> of course, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> what you wouldn't I've do it yourself? You, right. d- you just give it to uh, yeah. You give it to the intern of the uh, the the, <laughs> the, the, the postroom boys and give them a massive <laughs> bag of money and go yes. buy this ranch. Yes, yeah. yeah. Go so, buy that for me. So, so I mean, here we're not just talking about aliens or UFOs. We're also talking. We're talking about all sorts of. Uh, Paranormal activity, and um, we're getting into Bigfoot territory as well. That um, that that large humanoid figure you described ha- had been m- had been referred to as the Sasquatch, which I believe is the mm. another name for Bigfoot.
0: It is, um, but why why separate them out? Why? <sighs> what makes us think that perhaps they might be? completely separate fields
1: yeah i mean you could be in danger of just disappearing down a rabbit hole if you try and take it all as one unified thing but um it's also very difficult to look at each one in isolation because they're all happening together Do do the lights in the sky result in the in the in the um The crop circles or or do they result in the cattle mutilations or the yeah some of these animals were actually animals on the rocks began to die in grotesque ways some of their dogs were seemingly incinerated in the night while cows were found dismembered and cored out with the kind of surgical position that ruled out attacks by coyotes So.
0: Yeah, it's a weird, weird
1: place. And in fact, you know, the, the thing with these animal mutilations is you can't even see any purpose to it. It's not, it's not been eaten. Mm.
0: Well, there's, no, um, <coughs> there's no purpose that we can discern. Um, that's not to say that there's no purpose. Hmm. Just none that we can discern, but it certainly suggests an intelligence when you're talking about surgical precision. Um, incineration, um, for example, of the dogs could be accidental, mm. and I can, you know, I can see that as a possibility. But uh, but no, there's there's certainly a, an intelligence at work mm. and at play here.
1: You have to wonder what what would be the yeah whether it was accidental or whether you no know, like like human trophy hunters they're just like killing things for fun mm.
0: Um like predator from the movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there, I mean, I mean there, there was a theory I, I saw somewhere that said you know if we if we were visited by by aliens they probably would be quite as well as having superior technology to us they would probably be quite aggressive and hostile and dangerous to us because it's through being aggressive and having lots of wars and things that you develop this technology through hunting and animals that hunt you know advance in technology Um, that's an
0: interesting one i I prefer to go with the um the star trek sort of thinking which is that actually to evolve we all have to learn how to cooperate and Hmm. work together you
1: know but we had to get to that stage through it's almost like yeah, you, you have to have all this war and conflict to to get the technologies, and then when you're on the brink of destroying yourself with it, you have to find a way to live together. So, um, although in in Star Trek it's all it's a peaceful world, um, untroubled by any kind of strife, to get there, to get the technology to live the way they did, they had to have a lot of prior strife.
0: Right. So, to answer Paul Hardcastle's question, then war. What is it good for social mm. development and evolution <laughs> it doesn't quite scan it, well. no no
1: but um, that is a that is a theory that you know any any visitors from another dimension or from another planet would probably be dangerous to us and but and what-
0: wouldn't carrying on so to extend that theory a bit further, wouldn't carrying on down that path of aggression and violence ultimately lead to their own annihilation unless they evolve past it?
1: Are you talking about us now, or are you talking about uh, well other beings? I mean, you know? We a- we, we haven't aggression. figured that. Out. Yeah, we haven't figured that. Out, have we? we were bristling with nuclear weapons that could, you know, you you um you can't get to be elected prime minister in Great Britain unless you're, you say that, yes, you would be prepared to press that button and incinerate mm. millions of people. Oh, yeah. You know, and, you, you, that, that's, a, that's a kind of basic entry qualification, that that preparedness to, to do that. Yeah, so, you know, you let's could not say, even well, go where poor yeah, maybe, Americans maybe they,
0: are at the moment. So I know, that. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um,
1: uh, we we feel for you, our, our American listeners. We do, we do. Yeah, yeah. I think you're in for a, you're in for a rough ride Indeed. over the next few years.
0: Indeed, you either bow to the wishes of dictatorship, or things will be changed so that you have to bow to the wishes of dictatorship.
1: Yeah, shall I... Oh, I'll, let me be controversial here. I mean, America has spent has spent decades overthrowing democracies. Um, supposedly um, in the cause of democracy, overthrowing democracies and setting up tin pot dictatorships and causing enormous bloodshed in places like Chile, Vietnam, Iran. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's a chicken that was bound to come home to roost one day. So now you, you, you're experiencing it happening to you.
0: Yes. Um, but we feel for you. But we feel for you. We do feel for you. Know, uh, we have plenty of homegrown problems here in the UK as well. Hmm. Oh my goodness! Don't we just?
1: Yes, we we, we don't we don't <laughs> offer ourselves up as an example. Um. There's a there's a theory um,
0: that that our royal family are in fact lizard aliens from another uh, galaxy,
1: yeah, and, and then,
0: I, I really wish that were the case, because...
1: And see, that, that's the danger <laughs> of, you know, it, um, I think, if with someone like Skinwalker Ranch, where you're looking at a whole plethora of paranormal or extraterrestrial activity, and you're kind of coming up with a, a story that incorporates it all... Well, then it's going to start incorporating things like like David Icke with his theories about lizard people. Um, it's going to you know, it's, you're starting getting into the QAnon and all, all that. You know, you're you're, in, you're getting into their territory. Um, all sorts of conspiracy theories. Well, um, Yeah. But,
0: so, but a place where you do have so many so on the surface of it, disparate, um, disparate things happening. Mm. That that. But it's a causal um, uh, sort of relationship, clearly.
1: Yeah.
0: Behind it all.
1: But I mean, going back to these mutilated animals, if 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 um if you posit the idea that these aliens just kill them for fun whenever they they feel feel like it, uh, they just a sort of trophy hunt or sadism or, or whatever. Um, they've kind of worked out that they can they can kill an animal without too much consequence without too much of a reaction from the human community obviously the owners will be pissed off they might call the local sheriff's department in the sheriff's will sort of look at it and scratch their heads and say well yeah that's that's really odd um, let us know if it happens again and file it away and that's it if they they must have worked out if they, if they killed a human there would be a more significant response but even so they they you know, if they're skinwalkers, if they can travel between dimensions, they're not going to be too bothered by um, their human response. And, well, and, of course, you have to ask, why here? Why, why do they pick these spots? What's um, so what's attractive to these particular places?
0: Well, that, I think, just speaks to our lack of understanding of our own planet. You know, I mean, we talk about things like ley lines and um, convergences of energy, on the planet, which are detectable, we we you know we know where these things are, and it's a consistent thing. It's not mm. like it's changing. Um, we just don't know what it means. So perhaps somewhere like Skinwalker Ranch is a convergence of ley lines or something like that. I, I haven't seen anything to do with ley lines about Skinwalker Ranch, so mm. that's a pure out the air theory, but. As, a, as an idea. But we're also... So So you just did the thing there where you, you mentioned aliens. Hmm. We've talked about crop circles, UFOs, castle mutilations, um overgrown animals, humanoid creatures. We haven't actually mentioned aliens. Hmm. Because, as I think we've been saying since day one, UFOs, and we, we talk about, you know, I like this word, otherworldly. Hmm. Because we don't know that they are aliens from another planet. We've no idea of that. We've no evidence of it. Um, yeah. It could be a different answer. And I wonder if a convergence of all these different things coming together is almost um, sort of evidence that it isn't necessarily extraplanetary. That it's something that shares mm. this world with us. Well but it's um, hidden.
1: if you imagine our reality as um you know that that what we perceive as as reality as as solid things aren't really matter. I mean if you look at an atom and matter is only a very, very small part of the atom, someone I think it was Bill Bryson said it's the amount of matter in an, in an atom is equivalent to a, a fly in a cathedral it's that sort of that sort of proportions um that actually our reality is 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 kind of energy reduced to a low vibration mm. and that's what we perceive but could it be like a, a radio channel where if you have the technology you can kind of turn the knob and change the reality you can suddenly step into another you, you're suddenly in a different world just as you've in the same way of changing Radio or TV stations is that is that uh, and if they if they figure that out if they if they if they live side by side with us, but in a different dimension or on a different wavelength a different energy vibration and they can somehow travel through um, then could it be that while they travel through there's beings from other dimensions that that come through sort of by accident that you know actually a sophisticated being comes through to study us. But leaves the door open to a, a skinwalker or a, a cattle ripper or or, or whatever, just kind of follow him through, and then he has to kind of round him up and take him back.
0: That's a definite theory. That's a definite theory. So to summarise, them um, is that is that where you sit with skinwalker ranch that you know perhaps there's some perhaps it's a doorway to another reality.
1: Um. I, I like the idea of doorways to other realities. I like the idea that there are infinite <laughs> yeah, dimensions. You know, in, in, in another dimension, I'm still at junior school. You know, because that's 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 where I am. What happens when we die? Do you just start reliving the thing? Do you do you, do you do you just pick up where you left off in another dimension and 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 carry on with it um, and live the whole thing over and over again, you know, in, infinitely. Um, that, that is another bigger question. what happens when we die? If 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 we live, if we live through infinite dimensions, um, I think with Ranch, Skinwalker Ranch, Skinwalker is just a, oh god, I just don't know. This is all just it's all too all too much. Mm. It's just it's overwhelming, isn't it? It's but then there's shadowy human activity around it as well that makes me makes me suspicious. So, yeah, I, I, I'm hesitant to come up with a with a unifying theory about what it all means, because <laughs> then, then you are disappearing down the, the rabbit hole and, and getting into all sorts of crazy stuff.
0: Indeed. Um, but do you think... I mean, so to kind of force you into a... Do you think it's otherworldly involvement, or is it all, all humans?
1: Um, I think there's something... Definitely, that we don't understand, whether it is just natural phenomena that we 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 haven't quite got to got to grips with, or, or whether it is actually yeah otherworldly, as well as some suspicious human activity going on as well. Mm.
0: Well, indeed, and th- and that's pretty much where I sit as well. Perhaps on the sort of leaning heavier on the other world I'm absolutely convinced that you know there is otherworldly intention there and it's funny you say about you know it's grand unifying theory I think if there is a unifying theory to be found places like Skinwalker Ranch is where you're going to find it 100% and I do find involvement of people like this Brandon Fugel um, and Adamantium Real Estate um yeah I I think I think, oh gosh that that's just seems so suspicious to me. a tech investor suddenly buying it up.
1: wasn't mm. adamantium some kind of power source in some sci-fi movies uh, movie uh
0: it's too? in the Marvel magazines it's what uh Wolverine's bones are coated in.
1: Right, Adamantium. I thought I, I knew I'd heard of it somewhere. So you'd think if you were going to set up a mysterious shell corporation, you'd give it a fairly bland name that wouldn't attract anyone's <laughs> attention, wouldn't you? Well,
0: uh, apparently he is a bit of a science fiction fan as well. Hmm. Uh, this chap.
1: But uh, yeah, the idea of giving it you know, the blandest of bland possible names. Um, I like the idea. There was a, a guy who was an anarchist in pre-First World War Bohemia. Um, called Jaroslav Hašek, and he wrote a book the, the Good Soldier Svejk, which is a very part of the very much part of the Czech identity. If you go to Prague, there'll be little figurines and pictures of the Good Soldier Svejk everywhere. But uh, he belonged to an anarchist outfit, um, which which carried out bombings and assassinations in in that sort of turbulent period, and they called themselves the Party of Moderate Progress within the bounds of the law. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing
0: screams more suspicious than <laughs> nothing. Nothing to
1: see nothing here. Nothing to opposite. see here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, there we are, listeners. Um, what do you think about Skinwalker Ranch? Um, is it one of the strangest places on the planet, or is there something far more mundane about it all that we're all missing? Uh, do message us, let us know one way or the other Uh, don't forget you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook uh, of course uh, on YouTube as well Um, just search Aliens Explored or visit us at AliensExplored.com don't forget to join us next time when we'll be having a look into, pardon the pun the Hollow Earth Theory just see
1: what I did then? We <laughs> <laughs> were we'll play the Bernard Cribbins digging a hole, was it? Hole in <laughs> yeah. the ground, <laughs> Fantastic.
0: So, until then, keep watching those skies. And that's it from me. And that's it from me. See you soon. See you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.
1: Aliens Explored is a Fecal Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter or Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit us on AliensExplored.com.